0: Welcome, you're listening to Sanseesh,
1: where you'll find everything to do with spirituality, life lessons, holistic living, and medicine, to become your true self. We all have stories, journeys, experiences, and love. Here's your host, Aaron O'Dowd.
0: Hello and welcome, my name is Arna Dowd and you're listening to Sanseet. On today's show we have Beverly Ann Freeman. She is a medium and psychic and provides other healings such as the EFT, Emotional Freedom Therapy, psychic parties, life coaching, business coaching and events, services for churches and other aspects of healing. Welcome to the show, Barry.
1: Hi. How
0: are you doing today?
1: Yeah, I'm good, thank you.
0: It's great to have you on the show. Thank
1: you. It's nice and sunny here in Manchester today.
0: Oh, it's cold and rainy in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> so, can you tell us where your story began?
1: Um, Yeah, I was, um, I think I was about 13 when I first realised or first found out a little bit more about spiritualism, um, and that was through, I, I saw an advert in a newspaper for um, a local spiritualist church, and I just felt I had almost like a propensity to go um, to this spiritualist church, and I went on my own, and my mum always says to me, I don't know what I was doing or what I was thinking, because I just took my bus fare and went basically on my own, Um, and when I got there, I sat right at the front, um, and I only took my 24 pence bus fare with me, and it was 50 pence to get in. And the lady let me off on the door and she said, Oh, it's okay, because I didn't know that you had to pay the 50 pence to get in. And I sat right up at the front and a wonderful medium who was in her 80s at the time, and she's been in the spirit world for a long time now, um, called Mrs. Alexander, came to me and it was the second message of the night. And she came over to me and she said, Don't be scared because you're going to be stood here where I am and she was stood on the platform in the spiritualist church and it was 21 years before that prophecy came true before i actually stood on the platform in the spiritualist church and did mediumship myself but when she told me that i just knew that it was good it was right i knew that that was what i was going to do um but from being 13 to now when i'm 40 now it's been quite a long journey to work with it and work with the spirits and tried to find out exactly whereabouts in my life, medium shoot would fit in. Um, so right away after, um, after speaking to Mrs. Alexander at the Spiritualist Church, I continued to go to the Spiritualist Church. Um, but that year I bought myself my first pack of tarot cards um, and I used to play with them all the time and I used to speak to my guides. I didn't really know that they were my guides at the time, but I used to have, I was very aware of spirits and I used to ask them questions. I used to do the cards and I used to play with them. I was very interested in astrology at a very young age. Um, I I was interested in tea leaves and reading the tea leaves with my grandmother and all different abilities around psychic um, abilities really interested me from a very early age. It wasn't until I was about... 1920 that I started working with them a bit more seriously and I stopped reading tarot cards and my sister bought me a pack of something called fortune cards um, which are a very simple. They're a very simple pack of cards and they're a little bit more simple than tarot for me anyway. Um, And I just started to play around with those but as I was working with them I was becoming more and more psychic and I was seeing visions and I was hearing things that were relating more to the future and to the people that we're doing the readings for. So I just continued to develop it and I worked with my spirit guides and I became very aware of my spirit guides um, in my 20s and 30s and worked with them and I I let them teach me and that's kind of how I am, where I am today really with the mediumship.
0: What is psychic or mediumship? What happens?
1: The psychic work (laughs) is more about working with energies and... It's a little bit more towards working with um, the person that you're doing a reading for. So you can pick up things about their life, about the way they're feeling, um, about different situations around them. So love relationships and um, health issues and anything to do with family or friends. Um, And I work with my spirit guides. So I have three spirit guides that I work with. Um, I have a little lady and she was a Romney gypsy and she read the cards And she really helps me with my psychic work. So she's the lady that, even though I might use cards sometimes, she's the one that gives me the visions and the messages to give to the people. Um, And a lot of people do want a psychic reading because they want to know more about their life on the earth plane. Mediumship is very different. It's a completely different reading and it's working purely with spirit. And that's connecting to people's loved ones on the other side. And I have... um, a Native American Indian called Red Hawk, who is my guide, and he helps me with my mediumship. He works as an in-between. So, for example, if I was bringing through your grandmother, um, Red Hawk would be between us, and he would be working with my channel and making sure that my channel was open and between your grandmother and making sure that I was receiving what she wanted to tell you. And that's where the, the name medium comes from, because we work as a medium between the spirit world and the earth plane, and we're literally just a voice box for the spirit world, um, and that's all we have to do. We have to make sure that we're a channel that is open enough to give the information exactly as it is given to us. Um, so the two different, very different readings and the two different abilities, really. And some people can be psychic without being mediums, but most mediums are, are, are psychic as well. They usually have like both. Um, Sometimes you will develop your psychic ability first. I I personally developed my psychic ability first and then started to develop my mediumship. Um, When we talk about doing platform and doing demonstrations of mediumship, that is always connection to the spirit world. And if you go to see a medium, they should be giving you evidence of survival after passing, so they should be telling you even snippets of information, even small things about the person that's passed, and then you can ask them if they've got any message of love for the earth plane, but the spirit world don't tend to predict the future or or work psychically. The the spirit world tend to just want to let their loved ones know that they're alive and well on the other side and that there's nothing to fear about passing over or not being on the earth plane.
0: What is the difference between tarot cards, angel cards, or various other card decks?
1: Some people may say there's a difference because they're connecting with. So, for example, some people believe that if they're connecting to the angels, they're working with angel cards, then maybe they're connecting to a slightly different realm and it's maybe lighter than working with angels than it is working with spirit. Um, tarot do have very specific um, rules and regulations. So, in tarot, Um, you have cards that are the right way up or they mean something different if they're upside down and there's different ways of using them. To be honest, I teach um, card readings and I've completely scrapped all the traditional methods and I've said to people, you know, I'm going to teach you how I read cards and it's very different to how you might find it in a textbook but it seems to work very well. So I always say you can use any deck of cards and It doesn't matter whether you think you're connecting to the angels or the spirit world or whatever. It's all in the same place The angels don't reside in some unknown realm The spirit world is the spirit world and all the information and love comes from the same place So I believe that even if you're working with different cards, you're still connecting to spirit and your psychic ability in the, in the same way and it's the same place So for me, it doesn't matter what type of cards you use But I would always work with my heart and I would always follow very naturally the way the cards flow. So initially I would say throw the book that comes with the cards in the bin because each card represents something to you and what it might say in the book is more of somebody else's representation of what that card means. But you can make up your own feeling of what that card means for you personally. And When you do um, a reading for someone, if you work from the heart and you read the cards very naturally, I feel as if they start to make more sense and you can start to connect with your psychic ability and use the two on the same level as opposed to just getting hooked on what the textbook's saying. Um, So I believe that you can read all cards and the first thing you need to do is just to find a deck of cards that connects with you The cards that I use are very simple pictures, um, which seems to work well for me. Uh, Maybe I'm simple, I don't know. But um, other people like the really ornate cards, very, um, you know, very arty, artistic and very beautiful looking cards. Some people prefer cards that have got like written messages on them. But at the end of the day, you just have to find a pack that's right for you. And then I feel as if you have to really work with them from the heart. So for me, that is the best way of working cards and the only difference is that each person connects to different cards differently, if that makes sense.
0: I know, it, it does, make sense. What happens in the spiritual church or what goes on?
1: Some spiritualist churches are, are SNU, which is the Spiritualist National Union, and you can, get spirit, you can get Christian spiritualist churches as well in the UK and all of other parts of the world. Um, it's it's quite traditional still like um, you, if you went to worship in a normal church but with spiritualism it is a religion in its own right but spiritualists part of what they believe in is that they respect all religions and all religious beliefs and teachings and part of spiritualism is that you do believe that everybody is, is equal and that there's one God for everyone and it doesn't matter what religion you are, you're still welcome into the Spiritualist Church. So the philosophy behind the Spiritualist Church is slightly different to some other religions, um, but it is it is set up as as a religion, so it is like a church when you go in. And what will happen is there will be a chairperson who will take the service, and they will usually um, talk about any notices that need to go on. Um, then they will then we'll sing, so we'll sing a hymn. Um, quite often they, they use some pop songs as well. that um, and We get the words and they just play the music in the background. But pop songs that maybe are pop songs, but actually you could really relate them to spirit. Um, so we sing and then we, um, we usually sing a couple of songs first. And then the chairperson will introduce the medium. And the medium will get on platform and do an hour, hour and a half of mediumship where they're giving messages to the audience um from the spirit world from loved ones in the spirit world the medium may know exactly who she wants to go to so you might the medium and platform may say um to somebody in the audience i'd like to come over to you and i believe i have a lady here she's telling me that she's called mary she's telling me that she is your grandmother um she's telling me that she passed with a heart condition she's telling me that you've got two children and other times the medium might not know where in the room that they're going, so they might just say, "Okay, um, I'm very aware of a gentleman here. He's about five foot ten. He's wearing a suit. He's telling me that he is a teacher. He's telling me that he's got two sons. He wants to talk about the name Peter." So, quite often, then somebody in the audience will say, "You know, I understand this gentleman," and then it will go on from there. And the medium usually gives between five and eight messages on the service. And then when the medium's finished, um, they will have, there'll be a closing prayer. So we'll just do a little prayer and we'll just say thank you for being here and thank you for spirit showing us that life is indeed eternal and that our loved ones reside on the other side. Um, and then we'll sing another song. Um, and then there's an opportunity for like notices um, and then f- the best bit is um, tea and biscuits at the end. Um, the spiritualist church always make a great cup of tea.
0: I bet they do. Um, do you find it draining giving uh, readings to people, or readings to a spiritual church?
1: Not really. Um, if you're working psychically, and all the information's coming, like, say for example if you're reading a person, and you're reading their energy, and you're using your own energy from the earth plane, that can be quite draining. But when you work with spirit, you don't use your energy. Spirit use their own energy and they almost work through you. So it's a bit like answering the phone. So, okay, so if you're psychic, if you're working on a psychic level, you're like the phone line. So that can be quite draining. But if you're working with spirit, you're just answering the phone and taking a message and passing it on. So that's not great draining at all. That's more uplifting, to be honest. That gives you energy.
0: Do you have a process of before you go into a church or a um, reading of uh, cleansing yourself or being able to gather the information for that particular person?
1: Well I do something called sitting in the power. I trained with a gentleman called Glyn Edward who is a very famous medium. He's been a medium for over 40 years and he um, trains at the Arthur Finlay College in Dunstead in Essex and I went there for a week, um, and I spent a week with Glynn. And Glynn is a trance medium. so he goes into a trance and spirit speak through him in their own voice and they speak to the congregation. You can ask spirit questions about philosophy and life and spiritual matters. And during one of the trance sessions that Glynn did, somebody in the audience said, "How can we improve our mediumship? How can we improve our connection to the spirit world?" And the answer that Spirit gave was a meditation called Sitting in the Power. And Glyn teaches this, and Glyn is quite happy for you to go on to teach it to others because he says it's not me, it's the voice of Spirit that gave it to the world. Um, And Sitting in the Power involves, first of all, you visualize yourself completely filled with light, the light of your own Spirit, so you see the light of your own Spirit grow And then you literally allow that light, allow your own spirit, your own soul to go and sit in the power of the spirit world. But you don't communicate with the spirit world, you just allow yourself to sit with the spirit world. And it's very peaceful, and it's the way I prepare for my readings as I go and sit in the power. Sometimes for 10 minutes, sometimes for an hour. And I I do spend a lot of time sitting in the power. And it's almost you. You feel you allow your spirit because we're made up of mind, body, and spirit. You allow that part of you, which is spirit, just to go back home, just for that time, and just to sit in the power of the spirit world and in the light and love of the spirit world. And then when you bring it all back together, it just allows your channel to be more open. It allows you to have a stronger connection. And There is nothing negative that comes from the spirit world. The spirit world is pure love. So there is no need to protect yourself or to cleanse yourself in any way. You sometimes might want to protect yourself from the earth plane, the people on the earth plane, but never from the spirit world. Um, I think sometimes if you're doing healing work, then it's important to not pick up that person's negative energy. But well, that energy is off the earth plane, it's nothing to do with spirit.
0: You mentioned that spirits communicate to you, Do you, is it through sight, hearing, feeling, how do they present themselves to you?
1: All different ways, and because if you imagine that all people are different, they've all got different personalities and they would do something in a different way. Um, if, you ask each, if you ask 10 different people to make a cup of tea, they might all make it in a slightly different way. There's, spirit is no different, they're all individual personalities. There isn't one way to communicate, um, there's lots of ways. So sometimes they will show me themselves, so it will be a vision, but it won't be a vision of a solid figure stood in front of it, it'll be more of a vision of a picture in my head. So if you're sat there now and I say to you just to visualise something that you is very familiar to you, that's how I would see it, I would see it in my mind. And the same with hearing, sometimes I hear, so sometimes they speak to me, or they might give me a sound or a song and I don't hear it outside the ear, I hear it more in my mind. So the same way that you would hear a song if it was playing back in your mind rather than listening to it on the radio. Um, they also can connect with smell, so quite often if somebody was a heavy smoker or a heavy drinker you get that smell of tobacco or alcohol, um, taste as well. I. Um, had a reading with um, a young girl and her brother um, took his own life. And the way he did that was um, he gassed himself in a car and immediately started to come through. I could taste petrol in my mouth, I could taste the petrol fumes. So it, 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 they give you things that are going to be very relevant to them that their loved one will know. But it can be in so many different ways. And when you're developing your mediumship, you might not know that um, in the beginning. So you have to learn it, it's a learning process, um, and you have to learn to recognise it. So when you're doing a reading, you have to know that every all the sensations, sometimes it's feeling as well. So if somebody's, you know, broke a leg before they passed, you might get a feeling of numbness in the leg. Um, lots of different sensations, you have to kind of tune into all of them and be aware that they could be part of your reading
0: that is quite quite fascinating um what is eft emotional freedom technique how does it work and what is it
1: Um, emotional freedom technique is something that was developed by a gentleman called gary craig um, who's the founder of eft um, and it uses a mixture of neuro-linguistic programming and tapping on acupressure points so if you imagine if you have acupuncture, and acupuncture works on the meridians in the body. Um, so this is the, this works on those same points, but instead of putting a needle in, you literally tap with your fingertips on that point, And whilst you're tapping, you use neuro-linguistic programming at the same time. So there is specific acupressure points. Um, there's one... Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's nine acupressure points that you tap on when you do EFT, and you tap on them always in the same sequence. Okay, so I work with clients, and as, as we're tapping, and I tap with them, and I say I use neurolinguistic programming and I ask them to repeat after me. So initially, so for example, if you wanted some somebody, somebody came to me and they said, "Look, I want to lose weight. Can EFT?" help, I would say yes, Here, EFT can help because it what it will do is it will remove the um, emotional fear that is linked to losing weight or if somebody feels like they've got no money and they want to attract more money into their life but something is blocking that, it will block the emotional fears that are attached to not having enough money in their life if somebody is stressed and feels like there are a lot, there's a lot of stress with them, it will help to block out those emotional fears that are attached to stress. So you start off, for example, by saying, I am overweight. I feel like I'm overweight. This feeling of being overweight is getting me down. And I feel completely out of control with it. And then as you go around and you tap, you start to um, change the language that you're using. And by the end of the different rounds, so you might do about six or seven rounds of tapping, by the end, by the time you've finished, you're saying, I'm releasing the weight, I love myself, I feel completely confident, I do not have a weight problem. And you've completely turned it around from in the beginning, where you're facing the problem, to the end, where you've let go and you've got that emotional freedom. And it works, it really works.
0: And is this done on a, an individual, or do you do this on the person?
1: You do it, um, it's, it's a one-to-one basis, so um, they're tapping on themselves, and they're repeating what I'm saying at the same time. And you can do it yourself at home, I mean people do come to like me or you can go to professional or you can go online and you can download videos on YouTube but um, you can just do it at home yourself as well and for people that do suffer with anxiety um, it's something that you can do very quickly and very easily to just get rid of that emotion. Quite often unfortunately when somebody has got repeat behavioral patterns the fear can come back so you might have to keep tapping but sometimes the the fear can be removed permanently as well
0: you give psychic parties how do they work
1: um well basically people will invite me to come to their home or business Um, because of time can usually only do up to about nine people in an evening and they will usually so it can be something that's really fun it could be a really fun evening Where I come over and I'm usually in a separate room from the main party, um, and I'm doing one to one readings. So I'll spend about maybe 40 minutes with each person, and I'll charge them £30 for a psychic and mediumship reading. I'll do a little bit of a mix, and the other people are enjoying themselves in the other room. Sometimes having champagne, or tea, or beer, or whatever it is that takes a fancy. usually eating and drinking in the other room, So it can be a very social occasion and it's just a little bit of fun for everybody. Um, but, you know, the messages and the psychic and the mediumship that I do, it still has its more serious and more spiritual message, but you can just make it, you know, make the evening or the day a little bit more fun. Um, equally, it works quite well if you've got a business and you want to promote the business and you want to just have um, an open day and you want to just add something a little bit different to it. I've been asked to do weddings, um, I've done parties, I've done Halloween parties, charity functions, I do a lot of charity functions. Um, so it just can add to something. Sometimes it will like be related to the subject, so this can be a group of people that are all interested in mind, body and spirit subjects, and other times it can be not related at all, But people are quite curious about this kind of thing so they, they definitely it can add to an event as well.
0: Life coaching does that take the um, the mediumship side or the coaching side of the life? How does that, how, can you tell us how that works?
1: With the life coaching I try and I mean there's lots of different methods of life coaching and I don't think there's any right or wrong it's just that some people, some coaches, life coaches, maybe will work better with some Spiritual practices, obviously, um, that I am put in the mix can be like meditation or I might do some work with um, people more on a past life level or there's lots of different things that can affect people and can stop people from moving forward in their life. Um, And so really the coaching is about finding out what underlying issues people have got, whether it's, you know, things that are related to their childhood sometimes you know there is past life issues unfortunately that people may have that they're not aware of that we explore those sometimes it's feelings of guilt or resentment Um, and I just try and bring them back to a place of love really where they're loving themselves and where they're feeling confident enough to go for the dreams and go after their dreams so that's what life coaching is for me and also I just try and bring a few more spiritual practices in for that person that they can use and tools that they can use in life when they haven't got me around.
0: Do you find with your clients, and um, people that come at you, that there's a scepticism towards mediumship and being psychic?
1: Very rarely, um, because a lot, of, a lot of my clients are word of mouth and they've usually been, I've been recommended to them so they've said, "Oh, you know, go to her, she's good. Um, sometimes people are a bit more sceptical when they first come. Um, I tend to find men can be a bit more sceptical than women sometimes. Um, or, you know, especially if their wives have told them to come. Um, but I think it's more about sitting and listening. If they find something relevant and they find something that is very relevant to them and their life and it means something to them, then that's really usually their proof. But I think spiritualism is a journey. And whether you believe in psychic work or mediumship or you just want to find more peace in your own life it's a journey, it's very personal to yourself and only you can discover your own truth so whether you believe a reading that I do or not that's just part of your journey so for me it kind of skeptics, that's just part of their journey isn't it so it doesn't really um, I I don't feel as if it's my job to convince anybody about spiritualism or try to give people a different perception of life I feel as though I do a reading for somebody, and then they have to go away and feel what that means to them personally, because that's just part of their journey in their life.
0: Excellent. What is spiritualism?
1: Spiritualism is the relationship you have with your own spirit. So, um, if you think that you're made up of mind and body, most people can get their heads around that. But I believe that you are made up of mind, body, and spirit. So, spirit is another word for Soul, if you see a dead animal and the life's gone out of it, that is because the soul's left and the body is still there. Um, and to an extent, maybe the mind's still there, or maybe the mind has left with the soul. But I feel like the soul is the thing that gives you life, so and I believe that the soul is eternal. So I feel as though we start off in the spirit world and we come down here for this human experience where we're in this physical body and we're in a very physical planet and we learn a lot and then when we've finished with that body with our trials and tribulations and everything that the soul has learned it then goes back to the spirit world Um, but when you're in your human experience you can still have a relationship with your soul and understand that the soul is almost a higher part of you and for me spiritualism is exploring that part of you and Exploring that relationship that you have with your spirit, with your soul, and trying to understand it a little bit and trying to understand where we've come from and where we're going and why we're here. Um, but you don't have to understand everything and you don't have to understand other people's journeys. I feel that you don't, know, if people really need to do more work with themselves on a self level, and then that will definitely have a knock on effect to. The rest of the planet, but I think spiritualism is about really, you know, working on the relationship with your own spirit.
0: Out of all the things you've learned and experienced, what could you tell someone entering this this field or this area?
1: I would say that there's only two real emotions in life: one is love, and one is fear. And anything outside love is fear. And to try and always come from a place of love and work towards a place of love. Um, I would say don't beat yourself up about anything. Just know that people, there is no such thing as perfection and that you're on a journey and that you have to um, try things to discover things and to learn. And I would say just trust that you're not alone in the world, that we always have our loved ones and spirit guides and we have the spirit world supporting us The whole time we're in our human experience, Um, and I would say, don't ever do anything that doesn't feel right for you. Just go to your heart, and if something feels good, and if you want to go to a Buddhist church and chant, and that feels good for you, then you should do it. If that's not for you, but you want to sit at home and read spiritual books, then that's great. If you want to meditate, you know, it's good. If you want to go to India and work in an ashram, then do it. But I just think that you've got to find what what feels comfortable for you, and what feels right for somebody else might not be right for you, and it's just about acceptance.
0: That's great, Beverly. At the last question, um, if people want to buy a deck of cards to practice on themselves or family, do you recommend a deck to you for them to use?
1: I use something called um, Titanium's Fortune Cards, which I like because they're very simple, very simple pictures. Um you can buy them on Amazon, you can get them from water you can get them from bookshops. But I would say just buy a deck of cards that feels good in your hand. When you feel it, if you get a feeling in your stomach that you wanna buy it, then um then buy them. They're the ones for you. I don't I don't know whether you choose cards, I don't I think cards probably choose their owners to be quite honest.
0: Is there a website we, that people can check you out at?
1: Yeah, it is freeman.com.
0: That's excellent. Thank you very much for your time, Beverly. Okay,
1: it's been lovely
0: to speak to you. You too.
1: Thank you for spending the time to listen to the show. If you want to learn more, check out sansish.com. That's S-A-N-C-I-T.com. Join Sansish Group on Facebook and contact us if you have any questions. Until next time,
0: have an awesome day and rock on.